Happier Marriage Podcast, and this is episode number six. What we'll be discussing in this episode is the singular most effective communication skill for your marriage in the 21st century. As you listen to this episode, approach it with an open mind. And when you hear what it is, I want you to grade yourself as to how well you're doing as it pertains to this communication skill. Also, make sure you bookmark this podcast as your top resource for insights on having a happier marriage. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Kingsley Grant, a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified relationship coach, and an in-demand speaker who have been married for over three decades with two adult children. I'm also the founder and CEO of Helping Families Improve, a counseling center that caters to helping families experience the life God intended for them to have. So how do we have a happier marriage where love, respect, and deep connection takes place? That's what you'll find out as you listen to the Happier Marriage Podcast. Happier Marriage Community. I hope you're ready for another round of Happier Marriage Podcast. This episode might, like my previous episode, trigger you because it hits close to home. But that is one of the purpose of this show, right? Is to stir things up and then to take you in for a safe landing. I love the idea of safe landing as how we kind of take the direction we take this podcast. Why? Because sometimes when we are thinking about flying and I pray and hope that this never happened to you or to anybody else. But when we get on an aircraft, we put our hands in, you know, our lives, or our hand, our lives in the hands of a pilot. We trust him or her to get us to our destination in a safe way. And so if you've ever traveled, I don't know if you're one of those who, when the plane lands, you applaud. I did it maybe once or twice in the early time, early stages of my flying experience. And we just like human nature, right? Other people were clapping. I thought that was the thing to do. <laughs> so I just joined in and clapped as well. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking that. I believe it's a great idea. Whoever started that, my hat's off to you. Because it really is a celebration that you just traveled hundreds of, or thousands of miles, and you landed safely. It calls for a celebration. So I don't in any way say that those people who do that is really doing anything that is is um, out of order. No, I think it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do to celebrate safe landing. And, and so I say all that to say this, that when you listen to this episode, this podcast, imagine that you're joining me on that flight. I'm taking you on a journey. And yes, there might be some bumps along the way, because if you've flown, or you may have read of or heard of people who have flown, they'll tell you sometimes of how the wind 
will cause the plane to shudder. I mean, you know, you hit some pockets and that plane can shudder and you'll think like it's coming apart. I've been on a flight where that has been my experience, where it was like, was scary. I mean, I, I literally was scared because my first experience was no one had prepared me for that. And so when it happened, I was like, what's going on? And I see people, knuckles whiter than white, face and eyes open wide as they're, some people as are closed as they're, they're praying. And, you know, and I was one of those who was praying because I didn't know what was going on. But I looked at the people who worked on the airlines, right? So I looked at those who were walking around and, and I didn't see them in any kind of, you know, like they're totally scared. I didn't see them like worried too much. And therefore I'm thinking, okay, if the airline people are just walking around as if it's normal, they know something I don't know. They know something I don't know. And so I would watch them and kind of get my cue from them. And then we would get through that pocket and the plane would be okay. And sometimes the pilot may come on and say and tell us what's happening and what to expect and make sure your seatbelt is fast, is tightly tightly buckled and all of that stuff, right? So I, I get it. He's just, he or she is just guiding us to make sure we are safe. And then after a bumpy ride like that, imagine when that plane lands, I am all ecstatic like everybody else. On those rides, trust me, I will applaud. I'll be the first to start cheering because the plane landed safely. That is how I see this podcast. I see that every time we do an episode, I'm taking you on a journey. And, and sometimes it may be bumpy. I may say some things that you may not agree with. I may incorporate some spiritual things that you may not necessarily be a spiritual person. That's okay. I'm not here to try to convince you otherwise. But I may include that. I may say some things that may go contrary to your beliefs. See that as the bumpy ride. See that as you hit in the pockets. But here's what happened. Hang in there with me as much as you can. Be open, be curious, because you never can tell that I may say something that you needed to hear. I may bring a perspective that you have never heard before. So I want you to be open to that because like today, this episode we're talking about, when I say the singular most effective communication skill, you're thinking, wait a minute, that sounds very, very narrow as if there's very little room for any other communication skill in the 21st century that is going to be helping our marriage, right? So I want you to think about this and see this as a bumpy ride. I may say some things, like I said, that may not necessarily fit with your how your thought process is. That's how we learn, right? That's how we learn. And I want you to hang in there with me. So here's what. What's the singular most effective communication skill? Now, I have been married, as I mentioned, for a very long time, maybe longer than you have been alive, right? 37 years is a very long time. And I have learned some things along the way that nothing could have prepared me for other than actually being married and going through my marital journey, which I'm still on. Thank God for that. And we have had, my wife and I have had many differences at different times in our relationship because of our communication style, our differences in our 
communication style. She may she communicates one way, I communicate another way. And that's that's quite okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just different. And sometimes when people hear difference, they think there's something bad or is wrong. But I say to my couples that I work with, I say, you don't need two of you. If you have two of you, your spouse, they're just like you, then one of you is irrelevant. It's not needed. You don't need two of you. You need somebody who is different from you. And that's what marriage is. Marriage is to truly make us into better people. It is to, it's an iron sharpens iron. And if we allow the marital relationship to give, to make us better, not bitter, but better, and look at it as a school, we're in this school of learning, we can truly become better people from our spouse because they're different from us and they're going to irritate us. They're going to communicate in a way that we may not like and we may communicate in a way they may not like, right? It is how the game of marriage is played. Now, what I have realized is that many people who are married for a very long time, the question most people ask them when they hear how long they've been married is what? Tell me the secret or what is the secret to the longevity of your marriage? They want to know the secret. They believe there's something this couple know that others may not because they've been married for a very long time. And you know what? It's true. There are some things they now know because they've learned how to communicate, how to interact, how to overlook certain things in their relationships. And that's not easy. That is something you learn over time, but you've got to give space for that to happen. So when you are in that relationship, what I believe is that communication, communication is the key aspect of your success in your marriage. If you're going to have a happier marriage, my friend, you're going to have to learn how to be effective in communication. I can tell you that the number one thing that I hear from my from couples who come to work with me on any real, um, aspect of their marriage, right, their relationships, they'll say they'll start off by saying we just don't communicate, or our communication sucks, or they'll say, "Man, we just don't see eye to eye. We have problems." communicating. Now, they will go into other things later on, but that's what they they first start off with. Why? Because if they know and learn how to better communicate, a lot of the problems that they're experiencing could have been resolved or avoided. Now, doesn't mean you won't have problems, right? I have had my share of those, but I believe that communication is a key aspect. But therefore, because there's so many variances of communication, you talk to different people and they'll have a different version and tell you what they think the best communication skill is for marriage, for happier marriage. And so you may hear that from other people. And so what I'm going to share with you now, you may think, wait a minute, uh, what's different about what you're saying than what the other person down the street or other podcasts may have said? My friend, what I'm going to say to you, I believe after 37 years as of this podcast recording of marriage and after having worked with hundreds, literally hundreds of couples as a licensed marriage and family therapist, listening to their stories, I've heard it. I mean, I said recently to someone that I don't think there's anything I can hear from a couple 
that I have not heard before in one way or another. And I'm not, that may be an arrogant statement because there's always that one couple that is an exception because there's always exception to everything. So I'm open to that. As of today, I have not heard something that's new that I've not heard in one way or another. And I can tell you that I find most of these couples will tell you that they, at least one, will say they are a good communicator. They will try to convince me or their other, their spouse how well of a communicator they are. But that's only in their eyes. So what I'm saying is there's got to be a fine, there's got to be some way of being, of communicating that's most effective. Because not all communication styles are effective. Not everything we think we do as communicating is effective. Because if that was true, a lot of marriages would be happier than they are today. Therefore, we're looking for then, what could that secret be? And by the way, if you are listening to this podcast, which you possibly are right now, prior to August 22nd, 2022, you have an opportunity to hear me expand on this in a, what I call, Happier Marriage Secrets five-day reveal. This five-day reveal is going to happen on August 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern for those five days. I'm going to unpack this one topic over the five-day period so you can imagine what I'm going to share with you right now is just a drop in the bucket as to what I share with you, if you so choose. Now, here's the thing. It's limited to 20 people, 20 people. So if you want to be one of those 20 people, you have to hurry. If you go to kingsleygrant.com, that's my name, kingsleygrant.com, slash H-M-S, right? Those three letters, H is happier, M, marriage, S, secrets. But all you got to type in is kingslegrant.com slash forward slash H-M-S. And that would take you to a landing page where you can get your name in, lock that in before all the seats are gone, right? It's a beta program. That means I'm going to just work with a small group of people over the, over the five days. And here's the good news. As of this recording, that will be a free event. I'm making it free because I'm going to ask you, ask of you some things to, to kind of give me some feedback to help me um, in trying to refine this because I want to make it the best experience you've ever had. I will share with you what I believe, what I've learned in my own personal journey, but over the, my almost 20 years of um, marital counseling and relational counseling, and also as an adjunct professor at a university teaching interpersonal skills. I want to share with you and download in those five days what I believe that gives you, creates a happier marriage. What's a secret to that? I'll reveal that to you over five days. And so you can go and register and you'll, you'll hear more about that um, when you register and you uh, information will be sent to you. So I want to make sure I mention that. Now, of course, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast episode after that time, then you can still check in because I'll probably will be doing it again. However, I must say up front, it will be a paid event at that time. Still reasonable, right? It'll be a reasonable one that you can afford. 
but I believe it will be such great value that I'm going to have people pay for it, right? Because I find when people, when you pay, you pay attention, right? The more you pay, the more attention you pay. So it won't be the latter. It'll be the former. Pay something, but you can pay attention. I find people do that more. I kind of digress. Let me get back to what I'm saying here. What then is the most, the singular, most effective communication skill for your marriage in the 21st century? Here's it, my friend. I call it empathic communication. Empathic communication. Now, some people, when they hear empathic, they're thinking, what is that? Because you don't hear that too often. Some people will say to me, oh, you have a spelling error. You have an error. They'll, they'll be thinking, I need to put that word empathetic, right? Empathetic. Well, you don't, you cannot use empathetic as a dis, um, as a descriptor, right? It's not an adjective to describe something. You know, saying empathetic communication, that is not an adjective. Empathetic is an adverb, is something you do. It's, it's, when I'm being empathetic towards you, it's something I'm doing. When I'm using empathic communication, I'm describing the type of communication that I'm using to be effective in my relationship. And I know it's, you know, kind of bear with me for a second here, because this is very important that I make the distinction. But what happened is that word empathic, it's really, yes, they all are from the same family and they have a similar, they, they, they convey the similar meaning of being of empathy. So empathy is a root word that leads to empathic or empathetic. So the root word simply means that you're showing empathy. So when I say empathic communication is the singular most effective communication skill, I am simply saying you, when you are communicating in that manner, everything about empathy is at play. Everything about empathy is at play. Now, if you think about the word empathy, right, what does that mean? Because I think sometimes people have a different um, idea. So let me tell you what, um, if I was to look up the word empathy, the definition of that, and, and read that to you, it simply says this, empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of others. It's the ability to understand and share the feelings of others. So when you are having empathetic communication, you have to then, you're running your communication through the filter of the ability to understand and care for the other person. It's putting yourself in the other person's shoes. Now that is easier said than done, right? People will tell you, oh, that's easier said than done. Kingsley, that is, you know, it's easy for you to say, or that's easier said than done. And they're simply saying, oh, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And I said, you're right. You're right. But tell me one thing that's worth something that you've ever done that did not begin with hard. And then I would say, in tongue in cheek, I would say, hey, the only place that easy becomes comes before hard is in the dictionary. In the dictionary. In life, in life where it matters, it's always hard that comes before easy. Have you learned to ride a bicycle? Or let's just say, not say hi to you, but do you remember when you was learning to ride a bicycle or do something that's of that kind for the first time? Do you remember how that was for you? My question is, 
Was it easy at first? Of course, the answer is no. It wasn't easy at first. However, you hung in there because you wanted to learn to ride the bicycle so much. You hung in there, and then you begin to get better at it, and you learn how to ride the bicycle, and today it becomes easy. It's second nature. You don't even have to think about it. But what happened is the word empathic communication. It has this idea of others first. It's think of the other person. You know, I love what the Bible says. The Bible says, think of another person even more than you think of yourself, right? Now, that's kind of like, wait a minute. Are you asking me to not think of myself? No, that's not what it's saying. It's saying, don't make yourself so self-absorbed that you don't even think of another person, right? So you are, in essence, doing something that's biblical, doing something that I believe honors, you know, it honors the other person and treats them in a way that you would like to be treated. I love the scripture that says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, right? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So the thing is, if you would want people to show empathy when they're speaking to you, then you ought to have, you need to also do that for other people. And I find that when you can practice and really get empathic communication as that thing, communication skill, right? The ability to understand and share the feelings of another as empathy. When you're able to have that as your approach to communication, when it comes to your spouse, my friend, you will, yes, have some bumpy, bumpy rides in the journey of the marriage, but you'll be able to get through and like that pilot you will say, during that time, make sure your seatbelts are buckled. You're in for the ride. Don't bail out because you would not jump out of that plane. You would not dare do that from such height. You would stay in there, stay in your seat with your seatbelt tightly buckled around you and take a deep breath and you know breathe, manage your breathing until you get to the other side because that will pass. That's what you want to do when it comes to those bumpy journeys is put your seatbelts on, tighten that. Because what happened is when you're learning and you're able to manage and even master empathic communication skill as a skill, you are setting yourself up for a happier marriage, which leads to a happier home, a happier community, a happier city, happier state. Imagine the movement that can be created if every one of us will learn how to be more empathetic. See, I'm using the word now in the right place, empathetic in our communication, which is called empathic communication. So my friend, the singular most effective communication skill that you would ever want to learn, ever want to be a part of your relationship is empathic communication. That is a, the journey. That is a skill that will take you to a happier marriage. Now, I just touched on the surface of this, my friend, as you can hear. This podcast episode will be too long to cover everything. And that's why I want to invite you to join me August 22nd, 2022, where we're going to cover this, unpack this in a way, in a more man, in a helpful manner, where you are going to get the insight. I'm going to reveal to you the secret, right? Over the five days, where it's an hour or so every day, but you will be able to leave that and begin to put yourself in a position for a happier marriage 
And once you have a happier marriage, guess what? That provides you with a deeper connection in your relationship. And you will feel better supported. You will feel more satisfied. And you'll feel more secure in your relationship. If that's what you want, my friend, make sure you join me. So as we come up to the end of our journey here and begin to land, we're going for the landing here. We're almost landing. Let me encourage you to begin to practice, you know, put yourself in the other person's shoes when you're communicating with them and see what difference that make. And remember, that's called empathic communication. And that is your the most effective way, the most powerful, the most important skill for a happier marriage in the 21st century. And your marriage deserves that. Let's make it happen. Let me hear from you. If you have some feedback, make sure that you Ever you listen to this podcast, give the show some love, give some five-star rating. <laughs> I love that. A feedback, what your thoughts are about the show. Others can read your review and be able to listen because you have lit, you pointed to a very helpful part of what you listen to. And also share, share this with somebody else. Let them know about Happier Marriage Podcast. Any questions you have, any comments you have, if you, you can post it right there where you're watching and reading or listening to this show. But also you can email um, us at podcast at kingslegrant.com, podcast at kingslegrant.com, and we'll be able to field your question. And if it needs to be, try to answer that for everyone to hear if the question could be used to help other people. So thank you so very much for listening. And my friend, my prayer is that God will bless you and yours. And may his peace and grace rest upon you. May his face shine brightly towards you. And may you experience all that he has for you today in your home, in your life. And may you have a happier marriage. From my home to yours, God bless you. And thanks for listening. And make sure you join us on the flip side.